Let's say you're miserable and unhappy. Okay, here's a cure. Find what's valuable and let it go. So we could say, well, maybe it's a relationship that you have. And you're suffering terribly because of it. Well, what do you do? Maybe you let it go. It's a sacrifice. And the idea is that, well, that'll clear the future for you. You're not great until you release greatness into someone else. The ability to recognize and relate to, to see someone and release greatness in them and through them is a true characteristic of greatness. If you're not careful, you'll minimize and try to equalize. But one of the greatest things you can do is find someone and pour into them. That's a sign of greatness. If potential is not what you've done, but what you could do, then whatever you've done is no longer your potential. Therefore, you should never be impressed by what you've done. Because if you are impressed by what you've done, it'll stop you from doing what you could do. The greatest enemy of progress is your last success. You've lived a life dominated by doubt and fear. How do you step into bravery? Step. That, that's how you step into bravery. Step. Take the step. Step aggressively towards your fear. Ladies and gentlemen, everything matters. And you know you're somebody. You know. I'd rather lose out on my dream doing the right thing than the chief trying to make a shortcut to get to my goal. I want to be able to look myself in the mirror. That's what you want to do. There's no saying, judge a man not by what he does, but by that that he doesn't have to do. And to judge the true quality of a man is what he'll do when nobody's looking. He's got long-term plans for your life and for your generation. He's got a, a magnificent plan. It may feel hard where you're at right now, you may feel discouraged and you may feel like giving up because it seems like that all you feel is weariness. Here's the point. Opposition escalates with opportunity. And that means you have not peaked yet. That means that your greatest days are not behind you they absolutely, I tell you with 100% confidence, you have not peaked yet. Your greatest days are in your future, not in your past. And that, that step towards your fear is the step into bravery. Because we, we're, we're of what we don't know and there is only one way to learn and to know and that is to confront that fear good out there for you in the universe that has your name on it 
and nobody can get your good. It has your name on it. They can't take your stuff. It's your stuff. So when you know that, when you know that whatever you're seeking, it's also seeking you. You don't worry. You don't run scared. You don't think somebody's going to take it from you. You listen to your inner voice and you always take the high road. There will be the tendency, the natural inclination to take the low road. You must resist that. And with greater doors that will open will come greater opposition than you've ever experienced. And you've got to be soldiers. You've got to learn how to handle it. You've got to be able to deal with running with the horses. You keep saying, I want the big doors. You keep saying, I want you to use me. You keep saying it. What you're asking God for is you want to run with the horses. You don't want to be down here. You want to be up here. Okay. Then with the bigger doors comes greater opposition. It's about facing your fears takes discipline to face your fears so you can conquer them and that's what discipline is discipline means taking the hard road the uphill road to do what's right for yourself and for other people 60 years to put yourself together and God only knows what you could become and that's so that message is so much more, it's so funny because it's so, it's such an attack, but it's so positive because there's faith there in the, in the potential that makes up the person rather than the miserable actuality that happens to be manifesting itself at the moment. Wherever you are in life, ladies and gentlemen, you've got comeback power. I don't care how low you are. I don't care what you have done. I don't care what you have experienced. I don't care how devastated your life might appear to be. The shambles it might be in. There's a power in you that can enable you to be stronger and better than anything that's out here. It's so often the easy path. The easy path that calls to us to be weak for that moment, to break down for that moment give in to the desire and the short-term gratification. But the discipline will not allow that. The discipline calls for strength and fortitude and will. Constantly note that you're not what you could be, to take responsibility for that and to, and to commit yourself, like body and soul, to the attainment of that ideal. If when the alarm clock goes off in the morning and you ain't happy about it, you ain't doing what you want to do. See, you're fighting upstream. You're going against what God created you for. If your job makes you sick to go to, if you're unhappy, with waking up to go the way you gotta go. It's because you ain't living in your gift. One can have no smaller or greater mastery than mastery over oneself. That's Da Vinci.
any moment, you can choose to believe something new about yourself. Now, the weird thing about belief is as soon as you change that belief, it becomes true. Why pay the price? Why work this hard? Why go this far? Why try to learn this much? Why try to do it all? Why try to see it all? Why try to have it all? Why do it? Why learn it? Why study? Why put yourself out? Why try to take on this much responsibility? That's a good question, why? And you're the only one personally that can answer that question for yourself. You've got to have your own list of whys. The why is powerful, the how is easy. Many people will leave the universe without a trace. No one will know they were here. And in fact, under their name, we could put under there, not used up. Will anybody know that you came this way? What contribution are you giving? What will you leave? What will be different because you came this way? Someone once said that life is our gift to us, that God has given us, and how we live our lives is our gift to God. What kind of gift are you formulating? Have you tried everything? Have you exhausted every possible option, scenario, combination, tool, and approach? If the answer to any of these questions is no, then go back and try again. Because if you don't, because you don't truly know if you can do something until you've tried absolutely everything. A more accurate but more verbose way of saying it would be, I don't care about or want enough this task or the resultant benefits of it in order to do all that is necessary to achieve it. If you want to be successful, you got to change your mind and you're going to have to have some faith. I am here to tell you that you can come from nothing and become something. That you want to live like a warrior and die a legend. What do you mean by that? Well, one of the first qualities of a warrior is courage. You want to live your life from now on with courage. That most people take their talents, abilities, and skills to the grave with them because of a lack of courage. And courage is not the, the, the lack of fear. Courage is the willingness to do what it is you need to do, what you are called to do, in spite of the fear. Everybody in your life will have a turn back moment. No matter who you are, you're going to have such a period in your life where it seems like it's not working. You're going to have doubts, you're going to have a lot of trials and tribulations and challenges, and everybody has what's called a turn back moment. You always have a moment in your life where the direction you're going, you will have to make a decision to keep going or you turn back. The sad thing is, the average person turns back. But if the why isn't strong, 
If your goals aren't powerful, if the vision isn't clear, the old prophet said, without a vision we die, without a vision we perish, without a dream we're nothing. I don't need you to believe that you're good now. That doesn't matter. Who you are now is totally irrelevant. The only thing I want to know, who are you willing to become and what's the price you're willing to pay to get there? And that's what humans are designed to do. If you put us under stress, we can learn something new. We can get better. Train your physical strength and exercise your mental strength by doing the right things, the hard things. The things you know you're supposed to do. Do them and be as strong as you can mentally, physically, and emotionally for yourself, for your team, for your family. Hold the line and be strong. You must work on yourself continuously. Never be satisfied with yourself. Always know that as you invest the effort and time on you, that's the greatest ability that human beings have above animals. See, a dog can't be anything but a dog. A tree can't be anything but a tree. Human being, you've got unlimited potential. And my personal question to you is, why not you? Let the sand in the glass represent your life. Let the sand in the bottom of the glass represent the past. The sand in the top of the glass will represent the future. The nobler the aim, the better your life. If you don't have a noble aim, then you have nothing but, but shallow, trivial pleasures, and they don't sustain you. And that's not good because because life is so difficult, so much, it's so much suffering, it's so complex, it ends and everyone dies and it's painful. It's like without a noble aim, how can you withstand any of that? You can't. You become desperate and once you become desperate, things go, things go from bad to worse very rapidly. All of us have within us this amazing capacity to manifest and attract anything that we want into our life. So how we call it, what, what words that we use, we have to be able to say, you, you get what you want, you know, and what is missing is that you, you say, I will attract into my life what I am, not what I want. And I am capable of attracting all things that, that, that the source is, is capable of attracting. The sand in the bottom of the glass represents the past. Everything that has happened right up to this moment in your life has been absolutely essential to make you the person you are to prepare you to do whatever it is you're going to do. I'm of the opinion that we never really know what we're preparing ourselves for. But if we're using the right ideas, we can be absolutely certain it's something great. We're not taught to love ourselves. We're not taught to look out for ourselves. We're not taught to take care of ourselves, to become sensitive to our wants, to our needs, our, our desires. 
So make a conscious effort. Make you number one priority. Your peace of mind, your health is more important than your family and any and everybody. Because if you don't have peace of mind, if you don't have your health, you can't serve anybody. Don't neglect yourself. Your life, guys, is not about making money. It's not about having the titles. Your life is about a moment to come. It's inevitable. We cannot stop it from coming. Right now, we have the most valuable asset on earth on our side, time. But it's running out. And right now, you guys are sitting there. And to make that first step towards greatness is the hardest step. But there is one thing harder than that, my friends. It's later in life. As you look back on your life, the windows of opportunity has closed. Your ability is no longer present. And you think back that you could have been great. The knowledge that you have emerged wiser and stronger from setbacks means that you are, ever after, secure in your ability to survive. You will never truly know yourself or the strength of your relationships until both have been tested by adversity. Such knowledge is a true gift and for all that it is painfully won and it has been worth more than any qualification I ever earned. That personal happiness lies in knowing that life is not a checklist of acquisition or achievement. Your qualifications, your CV, are not your life. Life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's total control and the humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. And, and we can thrive under the difficult conditions that make up our lives, and we can resist the malevolence that entices us. That's within our power, and we don't know the limits to that. And we also know that it's better to, we all know this, that it's better to live courageously than cowardly. We know that it's better to live truthfully than in deceit. And you can tell that too, because that's also what you tell people that you love. And we know that you should pick up your damn responsibility and move forward. The top of the glass represents the future. There's absolutely no way that any of us can tell how much sand there is in the top of our glass. And to spend your time focusing on the past is to spend the only thing that you've got, and that's what's right here, right now, because the sand never stops running. As Nassim Taleb says, things that are robust, that are strong, that are tough, that can take just a lot of abuse before they break, they are still ultimately defined by their breaking point. Something that is anti-fragile, on the other hand, is something that the more you attack it, the more it is pounded on, the stronger it gets. Now imagine being able to build a belief system, the thing that you build your self-esteem around, 
if all of that were tied to something that is truly anti-fragile, that the more somebody comes after it, the more robust it becomes, being a learner is that answer. The first way to get focus is to find purpose. The way to find purpose is you must identify what it is that you have to be purposeful in. Feed what I want to do, feed where I want to go, starve the negativity, starve the destructive behavior, it'll die. What I feed grows. The greatest tool you and I have as people and this is what makes us unique beyond every other living being entity that has a heartbeat on this planet, every other animal. I don't care what's out there that's a living organism. What makes you and I unique is whatever we put our time and our focus into grows. Who do you need to become to embody a mindset of confidence, of strength, of optimism, growth, tenacity? The kind of person who makes lemons into lemonade. Right? For me, my single word is captain. I'm the captain now. And when I conjure the vision of what it means to be the captain of my ship, I embody a mindset that says, irrespective of the size of the swells, irrespective of the winds that blows and don't, I am the captain of this ship. Quit running away from the gift. Your gift will make room for you. Stop trying to be something you ain't gifted at. Listen to me. All of you have this gift. Identify it. It's the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. That's what you should be doing. You're wasting your time pursuing your passion. We feed, we'll build, and what we starve will die. Time and focus are the most two valuable tools we have as people. Identify your God-given gift and go and get your life. Quit tripping because you don't have what a group of people told you you need to be successful. things go wrong they always seem to happen at once and they just compound on top of each other and it's it's pretty easy sometimes to to feel beaten when you're faced with all those issues and all those problems and they all hit you at the same time but let me tell you that that doesn't mean give up you have to act on your passion. You have to act on your inner drive. Don't let those feelings stay inside of you. You gotta know what to do with them. You gotta know how to make them work in order to get what you want. Don't keep it inside. This is about being able to think like a champion. What's the benefit of allowing fear to hold you back? What's the benefit of giving up on yourself? of not stepping out on life and taking life on. What is the benefit for you? What's the plus in that? The difference between ordinary people and, and extraordinary people is one word, extra. If you put extra on top of ordinary, you become extraordinary. You, you ain't gotta be like everybody else. 
You got to call forth some things in you. Words are powerful. You've got to speak your success into existence. This is your time. Don't argue. This is your time. I want you to think about what you want and, and how you would feel once you achieve that. If it's achieving a certain goal that you have in mind, if it's being financially free, if it's having a relationship that's meaningful, that's loving, that's honest. I, I want you to think about doing a work that you feel that's the calling for you and that you, you go to bed thinking about it, you wake up looking forward to doing it. What would you think about that? I want you to think about doing something for someone that you love and the joy that you will get out of sharing some experiences with that person that you love or somebody that has done something special for you. And I want to say to you, this is your time to do it. And the work that I'm now on this planet to do, and that I would argue anyone is on this planet to do, is find a way every day to honor the intention of a creator who had very intentional design in the way that you were put together and the way that you've experienced the things that you have. So my question was, why was I created? Like, what was the intention? That the reason discipline is hard to maintain is because it is hard to maintain. That's what makes discipline hard. It's hard. Remember, the mind controls the body. The body does not control the mind. What makes these guys special and successful in everything they do is not their physical gifts, it's their mental toughness. They have the ability not to think when everyone else is thinking. Decide, commit, act, succeed. Don't give in to the immediate gratification that is whispering in your ear. Shut that down. Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights, sprint the hill, work on the project, get out of bed. Turn a deaf ear to people that all they can do is talk about how negative things are because they have bought into the consciousness of the world. So we created this in our minds, false evidence appearing real. We made it real in our minds. That's why Churchill said there's nothing to fear but fear itself. You stayed on the warpath, which is right where you know that you belong. I know from living that if you quit whatever you're trying to accomplish, if you quit, 
whatever you were trying to accomplish can never happen. There's not even a remote possibility. If you quit, there is no chance of it popping back up again, coming back later. Quitting is guaranteed failure. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. You have to be able to see what doesn't exist in order to be able to pull off or achieve what in most people's minds seems to be impossible. Only those that can see the invisible, being able to see what's not there. What is your vision? What is your idea? What was that God sent dream? And so whatever the volcano is, you have the capacity to take that volcano on, the capacity to jump in it and find your true identity. Here's another thing that keeps a lot of people from taking on the volcanoes and jumping into the challenges that they're confronted with, the fear of making mistakes or not feeling good enough. Guess what? You're gonna make some mistakes. You're gonna make a lot of mistakes. Guy said this and it's true. He said the person who's never made a mistake hasn't done anything. Success and failure are generally slow processes. Either slowly building things up or gradually tearing them down. And that's why I say you've got to pay attention. You have to watch. You have to watch every single second. Because those seconds, they turn into minutes. And minutes turn into hours. And hours turn into days. And days turn into years. I'm being weak. I'm going through something. And it doesn't change who I am. What I'm going through does not change who I am. You're going to make some mistakes if you want to do something out here. You're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to be criticized when you come out into the arena called life. You're going to feel awkward and stupid and dumb sometimes. It goes with the territory. have to be relentless. You have to never let off the gas, never stop, never quit. Never allow anyone to talk you out of the dream, the vision, and ideas that God has sent you. That second that just went by, that counted. And so did that second. And so did that one. And in those precious seconds, you were either building or you were decaying. You were either gaining ground or you were losing ground in that second. Like I believe in life, you got two separate people. You got champions, right? And they go through things in life that are self-inflicted. They bring it upon themselves, they get through it, they say, man, I got through it. And then you got warriors. 
right? They walk outside, the wind hits them, knocks them down, they pick up their stuff, they adjust and they get moving and they deal with the adversity that they didn't expect. They set their perspective right and they figure out a way to embrace it and add value to every environment that they go into and every person's life that they come in contact with. Now, when you're trying, you're going to fail. But quitting, just stopping, that was the number one thing I understood. And then number two, you have to make sure that your dreams, your aspirations and goals are so big that not accomplishing them is not an option. God didn't bring you in this world to be average. God didn't bring you in this world to wake up and die one day and just be another person that lived and died and didn't do anything significant in this world. Let me say something. It's very important that you listen to this. Most of you, most of you, you're so consumed with everything that's going on in the world. This is the reason you haven't figured out your own life yet. You can never shine trying to sit on someone else's sun. You can never figure out who you are if you're consumed in everything that everybody else is and what they're doing and the moves that they're making. When you are struggling with what to do, who you are, what's your next move, you are in an identity crisis. You are struggling with just who you are. See, you have not discovered who you are. You have to discover who you are in order to move you forward. Every single day. So, you want to get better? You want to self-improve? Stop looking for a shortcut and go find your alarm clock. Find your discipline. And find your guts and your passion and your drive and find your will. And then, and then you will find your freedom. So a lot of people, if you've never made any major blunders, made some major mistakes, taken some serious risks, you haven't started living yet. You don't call that living, not rocking the boat, going through life quietly, tiptoeing safely to an early grave. You need a vision for your life. Vision is the ability to look into the invisible and to create and to see that which does not exist. There are times in your life when you're not going to be happy and then what are you going to do? Your goal is demolished and there are going to be plenty of times in your life when you're not happy. There might be years and so it's a shallow boat in a very rough ocean. Because we all gonna hit that wall. We're all gonna hit opposition. We're all gonna hit adversity. But I think we all know at the core, it's never about what happens to you, it's about how you respond to it. You can control that. 
Like people are resilient. Like resilient, got the fortitude. Like you put a goal in front of them, they'll smash it, they'll chase it down. People are resilient. Like when you put goals in front of them, they chase it, resilient. Right? And if you're resilient, you'll get whatever you're looking for if you're resilient. What do I do when I'm broken? When I'm broken, I relish it. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use it. You've got to be willing to change your ways. Your life is working. If you don't like what you have produced, you are director, you are the star, you wrote this script. You produced this, whatever it is. If it's a hit, you produced it. If it's a flop, you produced it. Take ownership of it and decide to go back to the drawing board and rewrite the script that you are the star of. You have the power to do that. On this day, you can declare that I'm gonna change. And so every single day, with whatever you do, if it's football, if it's basketball, whatever the case may be, every single day when you do it, before you approach it, ask yourself a question. Like at the core, I'm talking about with conviction. Say, why do I really do it? But most importantly, who am I really doing it for? If I'm broken, then I just found my limitations. And until I know what my limitations are, how can I push them? Happiness is something that descends upon you. Everyone knows that. You know, it, 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 it comes upon you suddenly, and then you should be grateful for it. What you should be pursuing instead is, well, there's two things. It's, you should be pursuing who you could be. That'd be the first thing. It's like, because you're not who you could be, and you know it. You have guilt and shame and, and regret, and, and you berate yourself for your lack of discipline and your procrastination and all your bad habits. You know perfectly well that you're not who you could be. And God only knows who you could be. And so that's how you should be strive, that's what you should be striving for. When you find yourself disappointed in life, when you find yourself coming up short in life, you can either complain about it or you can choose to learn from it. Like I'm a firm believer that, I'm a firm believer that God redirects and maneuvers us when he has us in a, on a mission, right? And, and in the redirection, I think true courage is the ability to embrace what we don't understand. Because I know anybody can accept and embrace something that they do understand and that they know the end result. But I think true courage is when you find yourself in the midst of an opposition, piece of adversity or situation, and when you're in the midst of it, you're thinking, man, how did this happen? And how did I get here? But you still have a certain level of perspective to say, even though I don't understand it, even though I don't like it, I can still trust God, even though I can't trace God. Because you're facing a disappointment today, doesn't mean that you have to live defeated. Just because you're facing a disappointment today doesn't have to let you believe that your whole entire destiny is delayed and will never ever be reached. No, life is gonna have highs and lows, peaks and troughs.
Dedicate your life to something. Dedicate your life to a cause larger than yourself. See, if you dedicate your life to a cause larger than yourself, you're not following in the crowd. It isn't one thing. And it isn't 10 things, and it isn't 100 things. It isn't a quick path, and there are no shortcuts. Getting better isn't a hack or a trick or a one change that you need to make. Getting better is a campaign. It's a campaign. It's a daily, a weekly, it's an hourly fight. Not out of convenience, but out of conviction. There's a, there's a purpose for me being here. There are non-negotiables in my life because I must accomplish this thing that God put me here to do. You should be attempting to formulate some conception of the highest good that you can conceive of, that you can articulate. Because why not aim for that? It's like your life is short and, and perhaps you need to do something worthwhile with it. And if so, then you should do the most worthwhile thing. I must move you from being to doing. I must move you from just, just uh, being there and just in a place of complacement. You, you, you move from that to a compelling that is attached to your life. When I say I must, I'm under the grip of something that is greater than my own self and my own desires. When I say I must, I am a person of purpose. I must means you are overcome with something. I must means you have eliminated some things from your life. I must means there's something that I've got to do with my life. There's something I was put on this earth to do. I must means I'm living my life not out of convenience, but out of conviction. The boredom of normalcy and the numbness of mediocrity stiffens your passions. No matter how long you nurse a grudge, it won't get better. You can have a grudge against life. You can have a grudge against circumstances that you were placed in that are so unfair. You can have a grudge against all kinds of things. And if, you don't care, if you're not careful, you'll begin to nurse that grudge. And you'll begin to develop a bad report. This is no time, the time that we're living in, this is no time to nurse it, rehearse it, and disperse it. This is a time to reverse it. Assuming that you have a certain intrinsic value, you know, and that it's necessary for that value to manifest itself, for you to push yourself against the world, to challenge yourself, because otherwise what you're capable of won't manifest itself. It, it has to be developed. It has to be called forth by necessity, right? You have to pick a hard problem and try to solve it and push yourself against it in order for, and you have to try to do that truthfully and responsibly in order for what it is that you're intrinsically capable of and composed of to come to the forefront and also to point out that 
that you have a moral responsibility to do so for yourself just as you do for others. You never allow yourself to say the words, I'm out of moves. You're never out of moves. You're never out of options, right? There is always something else that you can do. Avoid a mortality event. The name of the game is to stay in business long enough to figure it out. It is very okay to not know what you're doing right now. It is very much not okay to stand still. The only wrong move in life ever is standing still. Indecision will kill you. Mistakes will not. Sometimes you're happy and sometimes you're sad. Now that's that thing called life. And when we begin to understand and know that, accepting that reality that, that we will never ever have things just on an even kill all the time, that you're gonna have some ups and you're gonna have some downs. But during those down moments, that's where the growth takes place. That's where the work is. Those steps for success, they're infinite. They are infinite. You cannot count them. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it, those steps are constantly shifting. You don't know if they're there. Sometimes you have to trust that the next step is gonna be there when you can't even see it. And sometimes when you step on that step, you go right into quicksand. And you gotta be able to pull yourself back out of it again. So everybody's looking for these steps and there are no steps. Those steps never, never end. Never lose yourself on the way to the top. Wow, what amazing advice for you and me. Never lose yourself on the way to the top. To, th to thine own self be true. Never betray your authenticity. Never lose your boots on the groundedness. And so to thine self be true means as you make your rise to legendary, don't forget what makes you great. Hard work, humility, working on your craft, playing the long game, understanding the genius takes decades versus good genetics. To find your way in life is not an external search, it's an internal search. Listen to me, man. You have a great life in front of you. But your great life is in front of you. It's not behind you. What you did back there ain't got nothing to do with what God got for you. What you did back there was learn the lessons to get you to where you are at this particular moment right here. But what God got for you, do you know, man, that you can actually mess your life completely up? You can jack it all the way up and you can turn around and get it right. See, but the real challenge, the real challenge of growth, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, comes when you get knocked down. Somebody said that, that adversity introduces a man to himself or a woman. How you handle it, that's where the growth takes place. What do you want to do? What do you want to get great at? Because if you apply yourself, even if you're not good yet, you can get good. How do I know that? Because you're the average human. And the average human is the ultimate adaptation machine.
This is all about discipline, focused energy into acquiring a skill set. It's what I call the only belief that matters. You can jack your life all the way up. God is in the forgiving business. You can make all the mistakes you want to make or think you shouldn't make. God is in the get it together business. If you got dreams and visions, I got news for you. God is in the make your dream come true business. He did it for me, I won't do it for you. Find the love of my life. I want to be a world-class creative. I want to multiply my financial life. Where do I start? You just start. You just start. There's great power in the start. I'm bigger than this. Make a declaration to yourself. Declare all out war that you're going to get out of this rut. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how much you work on yourself. There are some times when things aren't going to go right. They just are not going to go right. There are times when anything that can happen will happen. Murphy's Law will be knocking at your door. Why? I don't know why. That's called life. You that if you are facing a challenge, don't stop, stay busy, work your plan, continue to do those things that you know that work for you, continue to move, stay busy, stay busy, stay busy. Your days are the pockets and instruments of genius. Get those right, your life will take care of itself. Got to chase that dream before you die, man. You should go and live your dream. Just go see. God puts your real life in your imagination. That's where your real your real life ain't in your present circumstance. Your real life is not in your current situation. Your real life is not in your paycheck. Your real life, He tucks it away in your imagination. Ladies and gentlemen, it takes courage to live your dreams. It takes courage to manifest your greatness. It takes courage to decide to live, to decide to bring out all of your talents and abilities, to decide to stretch out, to decide to take a chance. It takes courage to be happy, just to be you. Every single day in every aspect of our lives and the things we're privileged to do and the people we're connected to, when the situation or the moment does not go our way, because we all know what to do when it goes right. But when God says no, who will you be? But most importantly, who's watching you and who can be blessed by the opposition, the adversity, and the challenge that you're facing? Einstein said, imagination is everything. It's a preview to life's coming attractions. Everything you imagine is a preview to a coming attraction. Once, once I see it, once I feel it, once I see where I was broken, then I can attack that weakness. I can fill in that gap. I can reinforce that breach. 
if you break, it means it's time to fortify your will to make it stronger. You've got genius in you, you've got goodness in you, you've got creativeness in you. If you decide to take the initiative to change the current quality of your life, I say to you that you will find that the universe is on your side. You're not great because you're poor. You're not great because you're rich. Your greatness is not based upon your income. It's not based upon inheritance. Greatness is not talent. Now this is very important, so listen. Greatness is not talent. There are some people who are good at doing, but they're not good at being. They're great at doing something, but they're not great at being someone. Start pointing the finger, you lose power immediately. As long as soon as you start saying it's somebody else's fault, what you do is say, I'm a child and I need somebody grown to handle this. Own it. Like, what's yours? Now, we're not talking about something somebody else wants you to own. What is yours that you're not owning? Life is on your side. Now, will it be turbulent? Yes. Will it be easy? No, no. Will you have some opposition? Yes. Will I make a lot of mistakes? Yes. But the great thing about it, if you love the process, when opposition and adversity hits, you will have a way of embracing it and using it, not only for yourself, but you will use it to make everybody that's connected to you stronger because your vision has to be larger than yourself. If everything that you do is just about you and for your personal gain, something's gonna come up against you that's gonna be a lot tougher than you. And if it's just about you, the moment you hit it, you're gonna quit and give up every time. Greatness is not cheap. Greatness will cost you something. Greatness will cost you something, not somebody else. It'll cost you something. It's gonna cost you some time. It's gonna cost you some energy. It's gonna cost you some, some, some sacrifice. It's gonna cost you some resources. It's gonna cost you some hours of your life laying down, paying the price, going the extra mile, doing what other people are not willing to do. Greatness is not cheap. Greatness always costs more. That's why there's not many people who achieve greatness. They're not willing to pay the price. Maybe you're here because you need to hear this here. Maybe you're here because you need to dust off your dreams. Maybe you need to explore your imagination. Commitment is staying true to what you said you were going to do long after the mood that you have set it in has left. You see, people think commitment is saying, yes, I'll do it on the days when it feels good. But I have been committed to everything that I ever started in my life and I never stopped and I never quit it. And so by being committed to everything that I started, I finished it. It built a certain type of spirit. It built a certain type of mentality. It built a certain type of individual. And so now I couldn't quit even if I wanted to. I couldn't lay in the bed even if I wanted to. I couldn't stop even if I wanted to. I had too much sweat equity in my life and everything that I was doing. Victor Frankl calls it unavoidable suffering. You can't duck it. But most people spend their life not wanting to deal with the pain of rejection, the pain of defeat, the pain of being disappointed, 
the pain of losing, the pain of failure, the pain of being criticized, the pain of not being liked, the pain, the pain, the pain. That's called life. Life is full of pain. Bishop Jake said, I would hate to die and never do the thing I was born to do. Every time you break, and in every way that you break, while it's a chance, it's definitely a chance for you to give up and for you to just to fall apart. There's opportunity to get stronger and get smarter and get faster and get tougher and get more stable and get more resilient and get better. yourself the question what would your life look like if you decided not to care what people thought of you 